to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, my being me, being Carla the GM. And around the table, I have my amazing players who are going to introduce themselves and their characters, starting on my left. Good day, my name is Nicole, and I play the character of Darby. Good day. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kirsten, and I play Oriel. And I'm Wednesday, and I play Xantelarian. And every week I have one of the characters do a previously on Dum Dum Die as their character sharing what their viewpoint is of what happened in the last episode. It's always a ton of fun to listen to because uh, characters see certain things or think certain things. So it's always great to see their point of view. But at the same time, I would recommend you do go listen to last week's episode so that you can catch up on all the nuances and, you know, trails that the GM sometimes le- leaves to help players who don't, they're like, what's that? A breadcrumb? No one needs that. Oh, uh, our breadcrumb. We'd be terrible handsome Gretel children. Yeah, you would, you would be be in the oven with the witch. With the witch. <laughs> I feel like that's a successful story then. If we're well, with the it was mutually assured destruction oh, wow. <laughs> with the witch. But if this is your first time here, you can just jump into the story and welcome. And thanks for listening. So to recap what happened previously on Dum Dum Die is Darby. Previously on Dum Dum Die, there were so many rats, way too many rats, and then we kill them all. The end. (laughs) The end. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. That's what it has been. It's basically been rats in a cellar for the past three seasons. Right. To continue the previous Guys, I think I need to stop laughing. Okay, so then what happened was we were trying to figure out whether or not these rats were were-rats. But now everyone in the Selenite temple has food poisoning because the rats kind of poison them. So Oriel and I now have to go to a far, far away place and get a certain plant, which I am going to dimension door to because I'm so cool like that. <laughs> Door, so I didn't go and then it's locked in. <laughs> Your face. Thanks, Tristan. Sorry for the trouble. Oh, no. um, oh that was so funny. Oh my god. You're like, oh, we're going to dimension doors. He's just like, <laughs> you couldn't dimension doors. Did you just snort? I was Danya. Okay. (laughs) And I mean, you know, that's that's pretty much it. It is slightly more than rats in a cellar. I mean, they're rats in the kitchen, so it's different. Mm. (laughs) But you guys are making plans of what you're going to do. The healer has mentioned that you do need to go fetch a plant called the elephant strangler. It is within a day's walk there and back, but she has mentioned that if the antidote isn't given to especially the children in the temple, people will start dying within a day. <clears throat> Not you the have... children! Anything but the children! Well, I mean, it's women and children first, in... <laughs> also in dying. This is not the Titanic, okay? <laughs> Every man for himself. Wow, guys. I can see you are true heroes. True. Just true know that heroes. if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, I'm dashing for a boat. And if Tristan makes it there with me, it's debatable. Look, I'm no, I'm ha- kidding. I love you, Tristan. Look, I mean, I don't have to be fast. I just have to be faster than someone really slow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or trip them. One of the two. Look, I'm not that evil. I wouldn't <laughs> trip them. I'm, I'm chaotic neutral in that. I'll be like, if you die because you're slow, I mean, that's not my fault. You know what? I can joke about that's this because I know Oriel would be the slowest. 
<laughs> so I know she'd be like patient zero, the one who would pass away. But just say, if if you need to make me roll for a new character, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be good. <laughs> oh, is that a threat? You're like, if you kill my character, I'm a, I will I'm play the necromancer. <laughs> I will play the evilest person you've ever the seen. The evil person. Take all the candy from all the little goblin and then, children. And you know what happens to evil people in a party of good people? They murder them. <laughs> but the good people eat murder the evil yeah, people. Yeah, it's weird that way. <laughs> They're like, if to save the world, we will murder you. <laughs> but this is for the greater good. I'm sorry. Also, it's for our greater good because we feel better now that you're dead. Um, All right. What are you guys doing? So you were making a plan. You had asked for a bag of holding oil. Yes, I did. Um, the healer is basically getting the other healers to tend to the people just damp it's it's more it's not actually tending to healing them it's more just bringing some comforts so or like cool washcloths even they look sick mm-hmm. and Darby you your plan is to dimension door as far as you can get yes. uh, you can get two dimension doors so then that would make the three hour walk there probably it would save you an hour cool Xantelarian you hadn't decided what you're doing so Let's continue. So Gorga is sitting near you, as well as the healer, and you have the rat. It's in in the box. What do you do? I am going to... Oh, sorry. Gorga also sent Carl and Sharktooth to look if there was anyone with a bag of holding. Okay. So I am going to tell Gorga that I am going to man the Battlements, sorry, in inverted commas, battlements. Yes, because this is a podcast. <laughs> yes, where people I forgot. See that. I forgot about that. Yes, so I'm going to man the battlements so that I can keep watch because I'm assuming all of the scouts and all of the guards are ill. That is actually not an incorrect assumption. Yes. I had not thought of that. Good job. So I am going to man the battlements. I mean, I totally knew about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she was just testing you. Yeah, I was. I was just t- yeah. testing you. Also, you did send Steve fun off to go and fetch Vladislav's loves on yeah me. so that's also why like i need to be out on lookout to see when they come through so i can inform the people of what's happening okay darby and oriel you discussing the dimension door plan mm-hmm. yep all right about 10 minutes later carl appears he's holding it l- looks quite beat up the the bag of holding mm-hmm. but he he is holding one it looks like it was patched together so it actually looks Smaller than you would think. Okay. Yeah. Does it still work? Carl says the owner says, yes, it does still work, but it doesn't have as much space considering it's unending space. But um, uh, it does have a, actually a limit. Consulting to, to a degree. It's uh, 64 cubic feet and can hold up to 500 pounds. Mm. So this one, mm-hmm. you basically guess... From what he says to you, out of game, it basically is holds person, 400 pounds. So basically, instead. is the person who had the bag of holding a hoarder within the bag of holding? <laughs> and that's why there's only this limited amount of space. Basically. <laughs> well, no, look, obviously they've done something incorrect to this bag of holding. Oh, okay. So it, was, it, was it a rejected bag on the bag of holding factory floor? Look, maybe you fell off the truck, <laughs> off, off the cart. Who can say? Okay. Uh, because... As much as this town is wealthy, a bag mm-hmm. of holding, you know, is very, very expensive. Yeah. So it's not inconceivable mm-hmm. that someone would have a bag of holding. It's just odd. 
how big are these plants that we're looking for? Like, how many of them would we be? Would we be? Oh, would we be able to fit in this bag? Does Oreo go? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Oreo's <laughs> Englishing is not the, good. The healer looks at you and uh, is like, "I'm not gonna worry about your mental status right now. There's a lot of other things to worry about." She says, as I said, you need to bring the base of the plant as well as the tubers sticking out of it and making sure the spores don't separate. Mm -hmm. So if a tuber breaks off, the spores will release. Mm -hmm. And what we need is the spores, which is why you need to take the base because if you snap a tuber off, it's going to release. Probably need 15. And they'll fit in this bag? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are plants and she, she circles her arms like she's making a ballet pose, a ballet first, because, you know, all our D&D listeners, we all know about ballet. Basically, like if you were hugging a person, it's mm-hmm. that, that's how big a plant is. Okay. All right. So the fun. circumference of her arms, guys, the circumference of her arms in a circular pattern. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. And she like, look at me and my descriptions. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Do we, don't we need something to cover our faces? You would, you would, because the spores are poisonous unless properly treated. Do you have something for us? She looks at your clothing and she says you could just pull your material <laughs> Or else up. I pulled her, she's wearing the silver? No, gold. The gold. She pulls the gold material and ties it like kind of from under her shirt and like just puts it over her mouth. And like tries to convince it to tie a knot in the back. Okay, let's go. All right. So Oriel Darby is her heels three times. Darby's Darby's speaking to Oriel and he's in like, a reference that no one gets. <laughs> There's no in D and D. In D and D, is your home where the elephant stranglers yeah. live right now? <laughs> so Darby's gonna say, "Okay, Oriel, I think we should dimension door there, mm-hmm. and then walk, and then on our way back, dimension door once, and yeah, then walk." I so think, you're gonna do I one each side. One, whoever's got the bag should dimension door back, and then the other one can walk. No, I can take you with me. I yeah. know we can go there and then one should go back because I don't know how you, how. Dobby can take you back as well. Oh, okay, Both times it makes fun. no okay, difference. <laughs> I didn't know how many spell slots you had to do Dimension Door. Okay. But on Dimension Door, mm-hmm. Dobby can take someone, someone with, with him uh, and hold something. Yeah. Never. As long as they can hold the carrying capacity. Yeah. yeah. Which is a bag of holding, which yes. is flat. Well, it's, uh, it weighs 15 pounds. Sort of light. I have no idea this what pounds are. This one because it's broken weigh, weighs reference. 12. So it's like four and a half kilograms. It is heavy. Yeah. Ish. Okay, well, it's cool. We got he's, this. He's, he's an orc, so. Oreo puts yeah. her rotten Vladislav ham down very sadly. She's like, like, priorities. The, <laughs> the healer looks at that and said, is that part of the contaminated food? I think it should be oil like slaps the hand away do not touch my Vladislav blessed hand the healer backs away and suggests to Gorga and anyone nearby that they avoid the ham yeah and like Oriel looks at that and she's like I look after oh have you left she looks at Shark too and she's like you will look after the ham Shark Tooth. Looks ill and he looks at the ham and he and he starts turning oh, okay, even greener go. for an orc. Let's go. I know she's not going to leave the ham. Okay. <laughs> and we uh, we dimensioned all halfway. Okay. Please roll a percentile for me. So it's Both of us or just her? Just, okay. just Darby. Because you guys split in the party. 70. 700? 
Uh, 70. <laughs> 700. 700. That's totally how percentile works. 700. Okay, cool. Nothing happens. You guys dimension door and you had been given directions for where mm-hmm. it is. You arrive in the middle of a field and you know you still have an hour and a half's walking forward. Okay, and we start walking. Alright, <laughs> and we're walking. And we're walking because D and D is mostly walking. Can we, can we run? I mean, you could run. We run. We apparently. What's run. your movement speed? Mm. It says walking thirty feet. Mine is also thirty feet. So run would be double that. Yes, 60. but you would be exhausted when you got there. Can we do medium fast walking? <laughs> so at 30 feet at max capacity at 45 feet you are, you are briskly walking <laughs> like it's a light jog okay I will say instead of taking an hour and a half you'll get there in an hour 10 okay okay that. and you won't be exhausted yes okay alright so you're like power walking yeah yep like like old people <laughs> yeah. like just uh, pumping those arms pumping don't joke hey those power walkers are fast they are no yeah. flip some of them have overtaken me when I'm like I'm not fit at all in my defense but yeah when I've been inverted commas jogging they, uh, <laughs> they're they walking taken me okay like old people <laughs> Why is it so damn fit? Gross, fit old people. <laughs> Why do they have to be gross? <laughs> because it's unfair. <laughs> okay, oh, apologies God. to all our older listeners who <laughs> Who are very fit. Who are very fit. Yeah. We're just jealous because we want to be you. One yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Can Oriole look for these elephant strangler plants? Her, her material is... Has the material decided to knot itself to cover her face? Look, no? the material's secure over okay. both your faces. Cool. Perfect. As you start getting closer, probably an hour out, you can see it looks almost like a haze in okay. moving forward. It's actually quite hard to see because there's quite a lot of spore and grass particles in the air. You assume that's where it is. Okay. If uh, she wants- it looks almost... The haze is very thick right in front of you, but it starts to lessen on the edges. But, I mean, if you turn to your left or to your right, you can see the haze starts to dissipate 20 feet on either side. Okay. Do you love our podcast, but are sad it only happens once a week? Well, here's another podcast to listen to and add to your listening schedule. Hey nerd, do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Of course you do. Do you like people with New Zealand accents? Of course you do again. What if I told you there was a podcast that combined both of those things? What? I know right. There is. It's called The Fate of Ison. It's recorded in Wellington, New Zealand, which is a real place, and I live there. And I roll dice and play silly make-up story games with my dum-dum comedian friends. It's a good time. Check out fateofison.com for everything you need to know. Choice, bro. All right, I'm going to go back to Zantalarian. That's fine. This. So, Zantalarian, you headed out the door. Yes. You pass a lot of very ill people. The children look especially ill. The encampment outside is in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks quite ill. The ones you can see, a lot of people are staying in their tents, but there are okay. a couple of people who are just trying to get cool outside. You're going to head to the gate where 
inverted commas, the gate, where Sharktooth and Carl yeah. initially were. Yeah, that's where I'm going to stand watch. All right, you head over to the gate. You can't really see anything. If you look carefully, you could see Stefan still in the distance, mm-hmm. running towards where Vlad is Love's army was. Yeah. So you can see, but he's quite far. He's just in your range okay. of sight. Mm-hmm. Other than that, all seems all seems quiet. Okay, well, I'm going to set up like proper watch. Santa Laren's serious now. He's right. going to be like, yes, this is war. I've got a job. I'm going to do my job. I have a job. <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> At that, probably there, um, half an hour, when the healer who figured out the antidote mm-hmm. comes outside and she she looks quite sweaty, but she doesn't look as ill as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And she says, she's going to come sit with you, not to keep watch, but she says, if I have to administer the antidote, I... I don't want to be around everyone who's so ill in case it affects me and I need to be prepared to administer this antidote and and make it. So I'm I'm just going to be outside okay. because and then she she seems like she's rattling because she's she's actually very nervous. Mm-hmm. So she says, "Yeah, because I I've never faced death dog before and I think perhaps maybe it's a, a, the the sickness could be virally continue uh, with all of us in the same place. And and she's just rambling on why she thinks she needs to be outside. Okay. Can I put my arm around her in a comforting fashion? You do so. She, she mm. seems to quiet down a little bit. She sits there for another 20 minutes in silence. Mm-hmm. And she says, do you think your, your friends will be able to, to, to get it back to us? Of course. They know exactly what they're doing. I'm going to say that like I'm convinced that they know exactly what they're doing. Have you been with them them long? Well, I am related to one of them. Oh. The answer is I'm, yes. I'm going to assume not the orc, the half orc. Well, yes. She she's trying to make a joke. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it lands very flat. Mm. No, it's fine. I will I will I will give a, a light-hearted chuckle. You know, I'm good at the flirting, yeah. So. Yeah, very funny. Carla, your laugh is making me creepy. As it always does. <laughs> Has it always been just the the three of you? Or? No, we did have another good friend traveling with us, but we lost her along the way. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Meh. It's all part of the deal when you're a hero. She leans away from you and looks at you very quizzically and sort of like moves away from your arm. Uh, that's fine. I'm chilled. And and she sits there. And she says, you seem very unfazed by that. Okay, so out of character, Santa Laren is incredibly phased by the loss of rain, but because of who he is, he is playing this. I am untouched. I have no emotions. You're doing it I'm really just, well. She believes that. I'm just fucking sexy. That's all I am. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> what, is, what is your one character feature on your tombstone? Here lies Antelarian. He, he was, was fucking, fucking sexy. sexy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That is exactly it. <laughs> she believes you and she says, you seem very unfazed by this. Oh, well, it, 
as I said, it is all part of being a hero. One must take losses. Otherwise, how can we be victorious in the end? I mean, this is a war we're fighting to save Kalandos. I, I suppose it just seems the losses should be mourned, I guess. Oh, that. No, we did that. We did that. It was a rather interesting smelling eulogy, but we did that. She looks at you and then she says, I, I think we should avoid contact. Uh, perhaps it, the viral infection will uh, transfer. Well, good idea. You're the expert. And then she says, I, I'll just sit here with you. And she looks out <laughs> into the distance. That brings us to you two. So you see the the spore haze. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Zantelarian, just roll one perception roll for me. Uh, in the... That was a natural 20. Just one. <laughs> Looking out, nothing's approaching, nothing special. However, looking at the healer, she does look a little familiar, like tiny, tiny familiar, but it could have been from familiar uh, being in the town. Though? You can't put your finger on it. Can I surreptitiously stare at her? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm keeping watch, but I'm also, like, watching her. Okay, roll stealth for me, because you guys are still quite close to blatantly stare at a person. Unless if you don't care if she sees that you're blatantly staring at her. Uh, Unnatural 20. I mean, you were quite surreptitiously able to to look at her Mm -hmm. and stare quite closely. You you can't put your finger on it. She just looks familiar, but maybe it's... Maybe all humans look the same. Yeah, the maybe same all women you. look the same. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, she is very average. So yeah. maybe it's just a lot of her features look familiar mm. to, from other people's features that yeah. you've seen before. And I've so. seen a lot of women in my life. So. Yeah, and I mean, you have been in this town before. Yeah. so It's possible. Can't put your finger on it. Yeah. But, but I'm gonna she keep has watching a familiar her. vibe too. Yeah, I'm just going to keep watching her. All right, you see the highs of spores. The highs of spores. The highs of, of spores. Uh, you take left, I take right. Let's Sounds like a plan. Starting distance. I mean, yeah, you would be. She's mm. like, why are you trying to split the party again? <laughs> I. Darby does not want to split up. Okay. Darby's just gonna say, "I'll just follow you." Okay. All right. So you're gonna try and come at it in from the one of the sides where from it's the lesser. Left, yeah. All right, so you you circle round, you start to head in. It's more visible here. You can see that it is a field still, mm-hmm. which is weird because this the spores are so thick it almost feels like a you know like a jungle, like it feels enclosed, but it's actually a field. And you can see on the floor there's not that many plants. The grass is actually almost like that hard stalk, so mm-hmm. it's very hardy grass, um, and it's growing laterally against the floor because the stalks can't move up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You start heading in towards where the spore is thickest. Please roll perception for me, you two. Oh, shit. 16. Unnatural 20. You can see that there's a lot of these elephant stranglers that were described to you, and they're obviously emitting all these the spores you can see the tubers start to blow up mm-hmm. and release puffs out as they go so it's like a puffer fish that's gone up and goes yeah like in a like those accordion 
like an accordion or those fire oh, yeah. blower things that they use in the back in the day. Yeah. yeah. The, the like, fweepy, fweepy, fweepy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Fweepy, fweepy, fweepy. That's the official sound of fire blowing thingies from back in the day. Yeah. That's the official sound of elephant strangle, isn't it? Fweepy, fweepy, fweepy. But in different. Um, all the tubers don't go off at once. So okay. on one plant, there's probably about eight tubers and they all go off at different times. Okay. But there's a mass of them. Uh, you probably will have to watch your step very carefully to not stand on one. Okay. We basically, like, as soon as she sees... Not probably. You will. You will have to watch your step. Okay. So she will just go for the closest one to her so that she can kind of... On the edge. Yeah. Make a path. Through, like, removing yeah. the plants. <laughs> Dobby's going to do the same. Okay. You go to the edge. Mm-hmm. You can see the plant. It is blowing up puffs. Your eyes are getting itchy, but you feel otherwise okay. So I'm assuming we can't just, like, dig with our hands out. We would need, like, a tool yeah, to, I, to get the base of the plant out. Yeah, because as you look around to see, mm-hmm. like, can I just dig or pull this plant up mm-hmm. with sheer strength, you see that, as I said, the grass stalks are growing laterally mm-hmm. they have actually covered where the bases and almost matted mm-hmm. the the grown together so it's actually very hard okay so what she wants you don't to- know what the ground is like underneath the grass stalks mm. but the stalks are, are tough so she wants to take her python from her adventuring gear and her hammer and she wants to kind of like chisel it like Chisels a circle around, like a wider circle around the plant. Okay. And then kind of slowly move in until she feels roots, basically, of the plant. And then we kind of know how big the root base is and then kind of start digging, like hammering deeper down at the python to start loosening the ground to lift the plant out. Okay. Roll survival for me. 15. You can do so. So... You see Oriel starting to do that? Mm-hmm. Do you have any tools? Um, um, I have. Oriel's going to tell you what she's doing, I mm. imagine. So yeah. you have the benefit of knowing what I have, will work. Yeah, I have a dagger. I mean, you could do it. It's not going to be right. super efficient. Give me one second to just double check her stuff. A light crossbow. Do you only have a disguise kit? Mm-hmm. Can I look at my explorer's pack? Do you have an explorer's pack? Yes. Your explorer's pack would have like uh, grappling hooks in it, which you could maybe use for purpose. It does have, does it have stuff for making a tent? Because then you could use your pegs. I think it does. I think it does. Unless it just has a bedroll. The school of B-Ook. Today, the stationery list. <laughs> the, the stationery list of the school of B-Ook. All bought from the school of B-Ook's convenience store and the store that you can only buy it at that store and not any other store because we like to make profit. <laughs> What's a mess kit? Mess is like uh, knives food, and forks and cutlery. Uh, so you fantastic. have a knife and fork and cutlery. <laughs> well, uh, made out of like very sh- shoddy tin. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, she's. I mean, you have a rope. bowl. You have like a. She's only got rope. Crappy tin bowl and a rope. Um. And your dagger. Look, you couldn't do it with the dagger. But A, it would be inefficient, and B, it would probably break the dagger after use. And a javelin? <laughs> Same story. Um, I think the javelin might even be worse because it's so long, you wouldn't can, be able to get she, in the ground. 
Can Oriel give Darby a crowbar? So she like loosens it and then Darby uses the crowbar to kind of lift the plant. Yeah, you can make that plan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then she's okay. We can do, do that. that. That seems like a plan. Darby, please roll sleight of hand for me because the crowbar has a sort of sharpish tip so that you don't pop the thing from underneath. 17. You manage to lever the crowbar in such a way that if you pull the tuber out, mm-hmm. it doesn't like break the base of the plant. Um, So you're doing that. It probably takes, because the ground is so hard, 15 minutes plant. Okay. All right. And uh, just reminding for Kirsten's brain again, you needed 15? 15. Okay. So 15 by 15. Your math. Math. Is someone math? Okay, I'm a math it. Okay. Don't you have like earth tremor or something? No. To lose on the ground? (laughs) Or else it's like 225. Oriel does I'm say that to Darby. Yeah, she's like, oh, why would like you be a She's wizard. like, why would you be a Let's Let's see what spells I can make use of. But you only have what you know, hey? Yeah, I know. In the interim, can the two of you roll perception for me at a disadvantage? Because even though the spores aren't getting into your mouth, they are getting into your eyes. She has to say at a disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Okay. 16. Darby, you think you see something move in the spores mm. when you're on about your second plant. Darby is going to say, Oriel, I just saw something move in the spores. At that point, you hear a voice say, well, she did her job. Welcome. And we're going back what? to Zantalarian. <laughs> so you've been sitting there half an hour. Yeah. In silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that the human, because you've been staring at her, you can see mm. that she doesn't appear to be getting worse like anyone else. It seems stable. Yeah, condition. it seems stable. So maybe the outside air has helped. Okay. You just can't shake the feeling that this person is very familiar mm. to you. I feel like I know who it is as a player. I. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to use my charm now, like actual yeah. charm, to try and get closer to her. Uh, physically yeah physically okay i want to be like flirtatious all right um to try and get like onto her good side again kind of thing okay so to get physically next to, get to her physically next to her so i can sort of check her out like much okay. closer because also like the stability of her illness is weird because everybody else is progressing really fast Look, like i mean maybe she's just really um yeah she could be hearty she could be but so shock tooth yeah yeah. Do you know what I mean? Zantalaren's not an idiot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All okay. right. Roll Tom, because you did just like really off- offend her sensibilities of morals. Yeah. Her moral sensibilities. I dare you, Kirsten, I, I, dare also, you. I also feel what like you should roll like wild magic. Is it charisma? Wild magic. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's definitely. Yeah. Or persuasion. Persuasion. Yeah. Oh, okay, I must actually just roll it because it just triggers. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Okay. Kirsten, your wild magic? Sorry, it's because insane. I feel like it would have popped. Yeah. We should have killed that girl who <laughs> had the chance. Sorry. Well, um, while we wait for, for oh Kirsten's uh, wild magic, which got set off at the sound of a voice. Yeah. Zantalarian, I mean, you managed to get a sidle up to her. Mm. I mean, she doesn't really have anywhere else to go. Okay. She doesn't lean into your comfort like yeah. she did previously, mm-hmm. but she does... Um, 
You know? So she's not uh, like completely averse. That's the whole thing. No, but she's not she's into not, it. She's not into it. That's fine because I literally just want to get a closer look. Like the other thing is because of Xantelaren senses, like I've been around all these sick people, so I know what's sick, like what it smells like and that sort of thing. I yeah. want to figure out like how sick she is based on the way she smells, especially because like I'm right up next to her now. Okay, for that, please roll medicine for me. And also, please roll perception. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a natural 20 on the medicine. She... Perception 8. She doesn't seem actually sick. You can't imagine how, Mm. but the sweat seems to be... It seems to be like physical exertion sweat, not not like your clamminess. It's just because she's been busy. Okay. But she's been sitting still for like half an hour. So... you. You're, it's really odd. Okay. It's really, really odd. And as you were looking at this, please roll a deck save for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's such a bad roll. 10. Does 18 hit your armor class? Yes, it does. <laughs> as you feel a sharp pain in your lower side and you take... Wow. One point of damage. (laughs) As she turns to you and she whispers and she says, this is for the time your friend stabbed me with the javelin. (gasps) Okay. Oh, come on. Didn't you know it was her? And and that's going to bring us to the end of this week's... And this brings us Uh, to the end of this week's episode. As you realize why she looks so familiar. Okay. Thank you so, so much for listening, everyone. I hope my players had a good time. I had a good time. That was good, Carla. Thanks for splitting. I like you. Thanks for splitting the party, guys. That was amazing. That was amazing. I I she was because I was like, oh, she looks fucking familiar. And then the mistress said she did a job, and I was like, it's that fucking bitch that we saved. That we should let Rangers kill her with a flipping javelin in the back. I wonder if she behaves like this because you did kill her once. Yeah, We brought her back to life. Look, I mean, what's... You're like, what's a little killing and bringing back to life between people? Wow, guys. I Uh, want you guys... That was amazing. I have like a chest pain. What did your wild magic do? (laughs) (laughs) We will find out next episode. Next week. You're just like, I can't. I can't. I can't right now. And if it lands on the mistress, then I'm going to be even sadder. But... All I can say is, we're going to kill a bitch. <laughs> there's, there, there's two, but okay. what, someone's going to die. Yeah, someone's going to die. Okay. Not going to be us. Um, so let me close out the episode, yeah. guys. Jeez. Thank you so much for playing. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time. And thank you to you, our listeners, for listening. And I hope you also had a good time. I just want everyone to have a nice time. Remember, if you'd like to find us, you can find us on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. We also have a website now, which is dumdumdierpg.com. And if you'd like to mail us, you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Please remember to rate and review us on your favorite and not so favorite podcast apps, especially iTunes, because it really helps our ranking and get shared everywhere. And Remember to share us with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Big thank you to Wednesday and Tristan, who make us sound amazing, to Veed, whose music emanates through our podcast, and to my players, who make everything an adventure. I hope you have a most amazing week, and I hope that it's filled with adventure.